Hello, Lady Gray. Got Lady Gray in here. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? I hear you just fine. Awesome. Waiting on uh, Nick to get here now. Sounds fun. Getting a little bit more quieter spot here. Where is Nick? I don't know. I'm in dark stories. Uh, shit, it's not working. Oh, there it is. Host. Uh, Rotten Riders host. Mm-hmm. There he is. Hey, there he is. <laughs> well, what was that? How about now? Can you hear me clearly? Yes. Oh, okay, cool. What the hell was that? Right? That was kind of awesome. <laughs> I mean this. Yeah, that, that's kind of awesome. Okay. <laughs> What's up, guys? All right. So this is Rotten Writers. I am uh, Tutu. And here with me got uh, Nick from Darker Stories and Lady Grey. Um, and we are going to be reading a story for you guys every week. Uh, probably going to try to do it on Sundays. Uh, and uh, probably around, you know, um, have it done on Sundays. And what do you guys think? Like, do we like... Um, do we post it on Sunday nights or do we post it like the next morning or next day or what? Mm, you mean for the stories? Yeah, for our podcast, like when we record and stuff. Mm, yeah, I guess we would uh, I guess we would typically like post it next morning after afterwards, I would imagine. Oh, sounds good. Well, then I suck at this. I should tell you guys that we do it like on Mondays then. (laughs) 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 So, (laughs) oh my gosh. As the listeners that we have, um, if we have any at any time, Mm -hmm. you will know that I am new at this. Yay. That's why. Either that or that's awesome. (laughs) But yeah, this is kind of like just like the demo run. Like, um, we'll 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 all just get a feel for it, and as these um, sessions kind of progress, we'll have kind of a more structured uh, story building environment. I'm going to start off by finding this story. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, you're going to read this story, Nick? Absolutely. 
Um, All right, well, you can go ahead and read away whenever you're ready. I am trying to find the story. See, do we have it? Oh. In... Hmm. Be... <laughs> I could have printed it off in advance, but, you know, that would just be too, <laughs> way oh, too organized. Oh, dear. It's the rotten way already. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. The rotten way. <laughs> <laughs> Procrastinators. Mm-hmm. Why do I put myself around humans, really, honestly? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, is not human. Fuck. Hi. Technically, I'm an entity, but, you know. An entity that cannot die. Indeed. I'm going to try from my phone, back to my phone again. Darn. I thought I could do it all through the computer for once. Let's see. Have you tried mm -hmm. checking the messages from our private section of the uh, YouTube, I mean, of uh, Facebook? Where he, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I see the Google Docs right here. This might be my winner. I think oh, it was uh, correction file. Word. It was Word Docs. Yeah. Oh, I'm getting warmer. Oh, I think I see the OneDrive. Do I need to send you the link again? If it... Maybe just in case uh, it's not like the updated one, because this is back on... I think it's November before 10. your correction. Oh, yeah, you know what? It, that, yeah, I think that that's my fault. Um, actually, I think I, was, I haven't sent you... Since you the updated one now. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, Lord, let's not go summoning demons now, shall we? That is, that is, we're just gonna improvise through that. <laughs> <laughs> this is fun. This is actually giving me a chance to demo out this fun microphone toy. Okay, it is sent or sending. Whatever. There it is. Awkward silence. It's my phone stalling. Mm -mm -mm. <laughs> I swear, listeners, a bit better. I swear. Yeah, should have kept the background music. <laughs> we swear to the to the rotten writers, listeners out there. We All will do better. It will be better. It we will have be better. to. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, there we go. Open oh. that up. Yep, I see it online. Yeah, my computer tried to make me sign into OneDrive again, but I already have it signed into my phone. Oh, there we go. Okay. After a long wait, I have it ready in my hands. We have wasted eight minutes of this. <laughs> what a long <laughs> intro. Jeez. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 
haunting, some would say. Is that a new record? <laughs> that a new record? Minutes. Maybe. Oh my gosh, that's great. All right. Without further ado, I will be reading The Dream, written by Tutu, a.k.a. Andrew Upshaw. Today, I woke up. Frightened. Worried and distressed. It was early in the morning, and the room was spinning a bit. Seemed like I was all the only one in it, but to my knowledge, I wasn't. It was cold, and I was shivering so hard that my muscles started to seize and cramp up. The room I was in was white, walled room with two beds in it. There was no TV, no dresser, nor bathroom, but it had one window with bars on it. I had no clothes except for the ones that were given to me. Every now and then, I get handed more clothes to wear, and the ones I had were washed. I have a roommate, but he doesn't talk to me much, only to himself. His name is John, and he had brown, crazy-looking hair. His face had scars on it, like he used meth, or like he used to be a meth addict. I try talking to him every now and then, but he just looks at me like I'm stupid most of the time and just keeps talking to himself. John, I screamed, will you just shut the fuck up? You shall not pass, he screamed into the window. Jesus, John, I whispered to myself. I banged on the door that led out of the room to get someone's attention. The bathroom was down the hall, right, and I really had to go. As I banged on the door, I noticed the handle was extremely hot, and it was glowing red. I started to sweat, and my skin started to burn. I turn around and start to run, but my bed, the sheets on it, starting to burn holes in them. I go to the corner of the room and crouch down into the fetal position. Staring at the door, I started to scream. I then look towards John, and he starts coming towards me. His skin started to melt from his face, and his bare feet was melting into the floor. I then quickly look back at the door as it starts to creep open. There was a human-looking figure on fire, skin just oozing from its body. It started yelling at me, shaking. I closed my eyes and put my head between my knees. I then started to cry. As I'm crying, I can still hear this person yelling at me. Hey, hey, they screamed. As I look up, I see several different nurses surrounding me. They all had worried looks on their faces. Was I dreaming? It all felt so real, though. I could feel everything that was happening. Are you okay? One of them said. I, I don't know, I said. None of these folks meant any harm by any means. They are the ones trying to take care of us and make sure we're safe. So with John talking to himself and 
my screaming, it doesn't really phase them much. They quite, uh, they were quite used to it. And I needed to go to the bathroom. I said this, holding my hands between my legs. Sure thing, hon. One of the nurses said, grabbing my shoulder. The nurse's name is Lori. I have an extraordinary crush on this one. She had long brown hair, blue eyes, and of course she wore scrubs, but outside of this place, I never knew what she wore. She's always so nice to me and always treated me with respect. I've been trying to work up the courage to ask her to be my girlfriend for quite some time now, but I have no idea how to ask. Every time I'm around her, I get those butterflies and knots in my stomach. One day, though, one day, I'll ask. As she's walking me to the restroom, we started talking about what happened while I was at that state of mind earlier. So, what exactly happened earlier? What made you scream so much? She asked with a puzzled look on her face. I don't really want to talk about it, Lori. I said shyly. Honestly, I have no idea what's going on inside my head. It seems like I'm dreaming all the time when I see these types of things. But they feel so real. I don't want to say anything to the nurses because... I don't want them to pump me full of meds, but I really, I don't need. I woke up in that corner this morning from a nightmare. I know it was a nightmare. That's all it could be. Could it? <laughs> the day I woke up around noon in silence, I hear nothing in the room always, or anywhere. John is nowhere to be found. I yell out for Lori to see if she was around, but nothing. I listen closely to see if I can hear even the slightest bit of noise. Then I hear singing down the hallway, but not an actual person singing. It sounds like a radio like an old-time radio. I start walking towards it to find out where it's coming from. It sounds like an, something like old 50s music. It grows louder as I get closer. While I'm walking, I notice a wheelchair roll out into the middle of the hallway. I stop dead in my tracks. The eeriness of the wheels creaking gives me a chill on my spine. Then, I see some sort of figure just show up in it. It was white. Yeah, it was a white ghostly figure with wet-looking hair. It had no face at all. I covered my mouth to hold in the scream so it wouldn't provoke the creature. It starts to float up out of the chair and then starts to fly towards me. As I'm standing there, I start to tremble as it gets closer to me. As I start to turn around, it stops and lifts its head up to look down at me. The shaking 
and the adrenaline starts to get so bad that I begin to gag, as if I was about to vomit. I look slightly just to stare into this facely ghostless or ghostly figure, and then it happened. It said to me deep, like, kind of like a female voice. Her eyes lit up like glowing green balls. Her hair raised from her shoulders. Then her mouth got very long and had strings going through her lips. She then lets out a very loud shrill, so loud that my ears were pouring out blood onto the floor. I turn the other way and start to sprint towards my room. Then I see another ghost figure, like, standing right beside the room. This figure was just like her, but childlike, and laughed as I was running towards her. I get roughly about five feet away from the child. Then I stop. This child was a little girl, also with wet hair. I turned to look for the ghost that was behind me, but she had vanished. I turned back to the little girl, and she jolted in my direction. I trip over my feet trying to sprint away and fall into a puddle of blood. It starts to boil like a large hot tub behind a rich person's house. I proceed to crawl from the puddle and towards the wall I lay there, my face down, yelling out. It's all a dream, I yelled. It's just a fucking dream. I look up, and no one was around until I hear yelling from down the hallway. He's over here, a nurse says. Several nurses start to run towards me as I realize that it was 1 a.m. I was supposed to be in bed, now in a sleep. It was literally just noon, right? Day three, I start to smell cookies. Just like every Saturday morning when mama used to make them. Could it be in my home? I open my eyes and see my dresser against the wall. And at the end of my bed, there were posters of Marvel characters all around the room. And the sheets on my bed were nice clean, soft. I hear a voice singing down the hallway where the kitchen is. It sounded a lot like my mother singing tiptoe through the tulips. She absolutely loves Tiny Tim. Honey, I made cookies, she yells. Mom, I yelled back. I jump out of bed and start running down the hallway filled with family photos on the wall. I finally make it to the kitchen and grab a chair and sit at the table. There was a window at the sink where mom would always look out and watch the birds fly around the bird bath in the backyard. Good morning, mom, I say. She was wearing a long dress with sunflowers on it and her hair was very curly. The smell of lavender perfume was coming from her skin. Her voice is so soft and warm. My mother wouldn't hurt a fly. 
She was also wearing her favorite apron that she always wore while she was cooking. Dad was nowhere to be found. See, Dad was in the military. He was always away from home. Of course, he would come in and see us when he was at uh, when he was in town. But it was always nice to say hi and bye or deal. It got silent and very still as I started to hear crying. Mom? I said. Are you okay? I can... Well, I could see her reflection from the window. She was smiling very eerily, like extremely big, horrifying smile. I start to scoop my chair back to get up from the table go to her. As I start to slowly creep my way towards her, she starts to laugh softly. The laughs get louder as I get closer. Her voice begins to change as well, more demonically. Her eyes begin to change to black. The entire house begins to change into complete darkness. As I am standing there, shaking and scared, I watched the entire transformation unfold right before my very eyes. I turn to run the other direction into the darkness as I'm running. I fall into a dark hole. I hit the ground hard on my back. I open my eyes only to see that I have fallen into a slightly lit dungeon. What? Is this place? I think to myself. I hear a faint voice coming from my right. The voice sounded like two women talking to me. You are John. No. <laughs> you are home, John. They said to me. All the visions, all the pain and suffering that you have encountered has brought us great joy. They said laughing. Who are you? I yelled. My name isn't John. I can feel them start getting closer to me. Like a really cold wind on a hot summer day. As the voice and the sound gets louder, I start noticing a long black dress floating towards me. There wasn't two. It was only one. We are the ones who have brought you this great pain. The ones who have made you go completely insane. And we are many. This being had many voices, male and female. As it spoke, it would change its voices throughout the conversation. Being wouldn't show its voice. It just stuck within the shadows as it spoke. Look inside yourself, John, to see who you really are, it said to me. No, no, I screamed. The being raised its hand up and screamed with several loud voices. You will see what you've done. I go into what seemed like a flashback of my life. It was like a movie playing in front of me. Hello. 
My name is John Gray. I am a paranoid schizophrenic serial killer. Rapist. I do things to people. Only the voices will tell me to do. and start to scream no more I get out of my bed and go over to the mirror I bang my head on the mirror repeatedly until the mirror broke I grab a piece off the floor and went back to my bed the doctors will never see or hear from him again The Dream by Andrew Upshaw Narrated by Nick Lay. Oh, man. Thank you, thank you. I like that microphone you got. Oh, thank you very much, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the uh, effects that it gives. Very creepy. Uh, they, I was worried like I was going to accidentally leave it on forever. Like, oh, don't just keep your eye on that damn thing. Because it's got an off button on it. So I keep uh, like, all right, you turned it off, right? Okay, cool. <laughs> but yeah, I'm glad that actually worked, though. Because I was like sketched out about it at first. Okay. I mean, and, it is, uh, in a way, kind of hard to hear, uh, to to make out what you're saying. At one point, it it sounded like it got... And I could actually hear, hear you clearer in it. Oh, interesting. I have to play with yeah. this more. But, um, Constance, what were your thoughts on the story? Honestly, all your stories just put me in a loop. Like, I want to all, like, I'm the type of story writer and listener that will try to guess what's going on. But you always, like, snag me with all your stories. Like, I always think something's going to happen at the end. Then I'm always wrong. So, good job, man. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. That was that was fun to read. It sounded like you did have fun to uh, mm-hmm. read. Yeah, like a like I remember reading it like just like reading it to myself, but I didn't actually verbalize it when I originally read it. Verbalize like it actually got like I, I could actually feel a lot more of the intensity for the story and made me at the end of it like enjoy it even more. I think so. Yeah, bravo. So. The inspiration of that story um, was the simple fact of mainly it was um, 
it was one of those that I couldn't really figure out. Uh, I really couldn't figure out what I wanted to write about. And um, it just one day I decided finally was like, all right, I'm going to do it this way. But honestly, um, before I wrote that story, I was actually trying to think of a completely different plot and a completely different story. And then this one just came came in my head. So I feel that that when I wrote when I was uh, thinking about that other story, I was actually overthinking that story and I was like, okay, well, I'm overthinking this story. Let me just stop thinking about it. And then all of a sudden, when I said that, maybe a day or two later, this this story came about. So that's when I just started writing and the idea started flowing again. Um, it's just like when I write every other story, it's... Um, I make sure that, you know, my I, uh, flow and um, so on and so forth. It took me days to figure out an ending to this story. And it was very, it was very difficult because it was really hard to figure out an ending. Um, something that I, something new, something that I didn't use already, um, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. So, um, I am currently writing a story now, um, that it's about, it's got, you know, it has, uh, three guys in it and it was just like with, uh, uh, spring trio conjurum, um, it, it was about, it's about three three beings, three, three guys instead of three girls this time. And it, it's, it's a different story. So, um, it's this story that I'm writing now is actually a lot of, it's a lot of fun. Um, I'm actually enjoying it. So, but that's pretty much my inspiration for, for that story. So. Well, that's really cool because I actually got like a similar vibe from the uh, Spring Trio conundrum a little bit because there's like a lot of spontaneousness mm-hmm. to the story that um, I kind of got from that one. Like just like uh, it's like it goes from like point A to point C, zero to <laughs> zero to five thousand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So. And I'm trying real hard to kind of and I don't know if I'm doing the right thing by doing this. But I'm trying hard to kind of not, like, make my stories all sound the same. Make sense? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah it, it's, 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 there's nothing wrong with diversifying and making things kind of, like, you know, pick up in a different way when you decide to do another story. Right. So the story I'm currently writing, it's, it's yes, it's about three beings just, like, uh, the spring trio um, but it it has different uh, different villains I guess you could say uh, different villains and different um, aspects you know this the one the one I'm currently writing 
you know, like the dream was all about hallucinations. Mm-hmm. Um, the spring spring trio was all about um, the, the gore and the violence. And now this one that I'm writing um, is actually literally uh, more, I guess you could say, paranormal than anything. Um, so it's it's different. And whenever we read this story that I'm writing now, whenever we read it, um, it's going to be crazy for the for you listeners out there. It will be crazy on how y'all figure out what inspired me to write this story because uh, my mind is just really weird sometimes. So, but it gets strange. <laughs> <laughs> But um, Constance, uh, do you have? Uh, are you next? next uh, we're gonna read one of yours next week, or are we gonna read Nick's one of Nick's next week? I can always. Um, I have plenty of stories I've already written. I can always pick one out and do one next week as well too. I mean, right now um, I'm doing the Seven Deadly Sin series, which each sin has a story to it and a lesson. So I might, if I do that, I might just do uh, my Seven Deadly Sins series and um, kind of give you guys a taste of what I feel is uh, a good lesson within each of the sins. So it's awesome. That's pretty awesome. Now, for you listeners out there, we got, uh, we are actually from rotten reviews uh rotten reviews is a big uh big team of creators uh uh creators actors writers um filmmakers uh video creators so on and so forth uh all about haunted um the haunt haunted or horror genre of the whole aspect so as me i am an actor a writer um, and i do film stuff here and there as well and i know lady gray she's she is an actor and a writer Mm -hmm. and nick is a writer and he's also a creator of uh like if you go to his YouTube channel, you'll see that he created on some of his videos when he's reading the stories, he's created the music, the sound effects. Um, and he's also created the, uh, the back. What do you call that? The background, the backdrop, I guess you could say of that. Oh, yeah. Play yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of abstract oil paintings and it's, it's like a visual you listeners will probably not see anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> but it and uh, his your wife actually did a lot of the oil paintings, right? Absolutely. Every single oil painting scene are all done by her. Like she's uh, she has an amazing talent. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And it is so great to actually listen to Nick. Um, Y'all need to check out his 
uh, Darker Stories YouTube channel because it is amazing how he brings in different people from the core to actually help him narrate. Like, if y'all listen to Spring Spring Trio, um, he, um, we, I have what like three, yeah, there's three girls in there, mm-hmm. and it literally, literally three girls actually read uh, each one of the the parts for Jasmine, Zoe, and Sarah. Mm-hmm. So um, that's it was really awesome how how all that came together, and I'm telling you when. When Nick actually reads these stories, it will give you chills. I mean, it is amazing how he reads the stories and how he makes those stories actually come to life, which is which is just uh, bukus of talent. You know, it's it's amazing. So, Thanks, man. Man, no problem. I mean, if you think about it, Nick's stories is what I like to call like a new level of fear. So if you really want to challenge yourself and not give yourself nightmares, then I would not listen to Nick's stories because I am hardly scared of anything. But after I get done listening to his stories, I have some of the most gruesome nightmares known to man. So. I love how you said that. Yeah, no kidding. Well, it's just like, um, when he read my uh, my spring trio story, he recently told me on one of our meetings that it gave his it gave his mom flashbacks because a certain part in that story actually happened to her. So um, it was just just really weird. And a lot of my stories that I write, you know, knowing me as a person, and a lot of people have said that that. You know, knowing me as a person, it you would never know that I would have the mind to write something like that on paper. You know, something that crazy. I mean, I'm a happy-go-lucky guy most of the time, but, I mean, we all have our demons. Yes, we do. So, um... And it's just so amazing. It is so, it's so, it really is like really amazing how uh, you can, you can write something, you know, it's like one of those things that you have to like let out stress, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So why not write it on paper? But literally there is a story that I wrote. It's been, oh my gosh, it's been months, several months ago. Um, literally while I was sitting at the table when I was writing it, um, I actually scared myself in that story while I was writing. I kind of scared myself and the images in my head, I gave myself the material and the images in my head to actually scare myself. It was crazy, man. So, but, um, Constance and Nick, or uh, Lady Grey and Nick um, actually inspired me. They're the ones that actually inspired me to write. Um, because at one point I wrote, I wrote a, uh, a storyline for uh, the, I guess you could say the haunted attraction that I work at. I wrote a storyline for them. And that was the first time 
that I've ever written anything like that. And it was just like, it, it was good. Like everybody loved it. And that's how I figured out that I could write is the feedback that people gave me. Even one of, even a haunted house owner, he really enjoyed it. He, he loved it. And that, that gave me a big, big boost in confidence in writing. So, so what, what's your guys' story? Like, I'm not just going to sit here and take over the damn podcast. Are you talking about just like how we got started or what? I mean, anything you want to say, like, how did you get started? You know, um, what inspired you? Well, let me put it this way. I've always been a cosplay artist. I've always, ever since I could sew, my mom taught me how to. The moment I could get my hands on a sewing machine, I was off. And I started as a cosplay artist. And some of my cosplays were complete shit. Like, I sewed the wrong way. The material was wrong. I mean, it took practice, but I got better. But... And I'm still learning, but that's how it got started. I also was a story writer, but it would just be if something popped into my head every now and then, I just write it down and think nothing of it. It was my dad, actually, who had gotten a hold of my notebook with all my horror stories. And he had walked into the room one day. I had just turned 16. And he goes, oh, my God, Constance, you need to do something with this. This is good. Like, I'm getting chills. Like, this is good. And, guys, my dad's Christian. Fully frontal Christian. And he was getting chills. Like, he was like, dude, I don't like stories like this, but I would read yours. So, uh -huh. so after that, I mean, I started to try to find ways to get my stories out. And I don't think I did much in the way of getting them out until a few years back which was not very long so i have my own youtube channel now called cryptic tales and lady victoria gray she's one of my original cosplay characters she's a plague doctor who was turned vampire so um but she reads my stories but i do it in a way like tales from the crypt because I love that show. So I decided, you know what, I'm going to do like a Tales from the Crypt thing, but it's going to be a plague vampire to read these stories. And I have to admit, guys, ever since joining Rotten Reviews, it's boosted my self-esteem. It's gotten me to a point. And even hearing Nick read his stories has given me a boost to be like, okay, I can get my stories creepier. I can get a more sinister voice. I can make this sound creepier. And it's just driven me to do more. So all of you guys have contributed to what I do. And even with my new character, Vex the Hellhound, which, guys, she does rotten gaming and reviews, like horror movie reviews, regular reviews. And she has her own YouTube channel as well. So, I mean, this is how far I've gotten, guys. But that's just where I started. And I'm going to keep continuing. So you guys are a huge impactment in my life. So... Thank you very much for as far as I've gotten. Thank you. Oh, you're awesome, Lady Gray. Yeah, you <laughs> awesome. 
So, Nick, what about you? Well, uh, let's see. Funny enough, like I, I've been on and off uh, before coming up to Canada, but I think I think me deciding to come up to Canada was kind of like the like the move of like uh, creative freedom. I think I think that's when I finally chose like to not kind of do what others wanted me to do. It was like. I'm going to finally do exactly what makes me happy. And um, that kind of ended up being the thing. Like it, it, like I ended up falling in love with my favorite creative, Melissa, as we introduced earlier, like amazing artist and creative. And it just like it's the moment I walked into her, well, now our home, I walked into the spare room and it was just full of these amazing art dolls and like they all like were just filled with like this like whimsy and cozy feeling it it just uh it like it felt like something more powerful than any material good like any kind of money or currency it felt like it had like a spirit inside of it every single one of them like they all had their own personalities and it it, it just like it just like made me want to just start i, I kind of like had like a almost an overflow of creativity to the point where like I was just trying to sculpt and everything at once and I had to control myself. And I was like, I gotta, I gotta filter this out into something like specific. And I chose darker stories to stay my permanent thing. Like I could have like slipped into sculpting and all these other things, but I love storytelling so much. It's what I want to, I think that it's, it's just something about it that I, I can't, I'm just compelled to do and I'm compelled to improve on it. And it, it's, it's kind of made it like if I ever do anything to make money, it's just going to probably end up going right back into this again. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think that's where it's all started. And I think that's what got me to where I am right now. It's just like just making like those like big moves like that to like in despite of everything else telling you that that's not right. Well, that's awesome. That's me. <laughs> I know. That's, thank you. Thank you. That's that's awesome stories, man. Like it's it's just so amazing. Like you know what what you can figure out. You know that what kind of talent you really have. Um, after looking at something or just starting to do something or having somebody tell you, hey you're good at this make something of it yeah. mm -hmm. so and it's just so it's just so amazing how how it just boosts your confidence for so much oh so, yeah tenfold but it's i i i love it man i i love i love the the creativity that rotten brings um i love the uh the creativity that has came out of me uh since i joined rotten i mean i didn't think i was a that good of a an actor slash writer or whatever you want to call me um until i joined rotten and noticed you know um noticed that i could do more i could create more i could create more characters i could create more stories and i think that goes for a lot of um a lot of people in the core mm -hmm. um that you know there's just there was so much potential locked that has came that has unlocked since 
um, they've joined uh, Rotten Reviews, and and it's all thanks to Matt. You know, Matt, he's always he's always pushing and always driving. You know, oh, yeah. to striving you to do more, and uh, um, he's he he's always he's always telling you that you're good at what you do and it just helps you and it puts you in that mindset of, wow, I know I can do this, you know? Yeah. See what, what I love about Matt is the fact that you could be having the worst day in the world and he could get wind of it. And he's automatically like, dude, shape up. You're okay. Yeah, you're leaving with a quote. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, you're not you're not about to like not like get your positives in order. <laughs> it's like, right, exactly. it's like the last rotten meet, uh, Zoom meeting we had with each other, and I was kind of in a depressional mode, and he could tell because I was hardly talking that day or that night. And he goes, "Lady, get yourself together. You're a badass writer. You do everything on cue. You go up and beyond. You are busting out content left and right." I want to mm-hmm, see you at mm-hmm. your best again. And he was just really letting into me, but he wasn't doing it in a bad way. He was trying to get my spirits back up. After I got done with that Zoom meeting, I it was like my depression disappeared. So if you're hearing this, Matt, thank you so much. You are like one of the best people I've ever gotten to meet, and I'm glad to be a part of your family. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Matt has inspired a lot of us a lot of us um that guy he he he's an all-around a, a good guy you know and rotten sucks and everything but i mean you know <laughs> <laughs> but um but matt we all love you man you you're what you're what you're what holds rotten together man and matt Matt is actually the guy that actually created Rotten. Uh, this is his baby. Yeah. yeah, it is his baby. I mean, and he turned just from what he's he has said in the past. He had just a small little thing, a Rotten community, right? And I think it was like a couple of years ago, and now it has just exploded. I mean, within maybe a year or two's time, like Rotten Community has what, like s- over 6,000 people on that page of creators, haunt owners, actors, mm-hmm. writers, so on and so forth. And it, it didn't, it, and that's the big thing is that Matt does not care whether you're, um, whether you're an owner, or an actor, so on and so forth, or even if you're just a fan. He wants you to join the Rotten community because the Rotten community actually inspires and it the Rotten community boosts people up and it's just such it's such an amazing community and it's such an amazing family. All those people in there are family. Yes. And what what Matt and the rotten community is actually trying to do is actually bring the uh the the horror genre together the whole industry haunt industry together um it's not it, it and it shouldn't be like 
it shouldn't be, well, I don't like you because I am in a competition with you. You know, it shouldn't be that way. This should not be a competition. We should actually be able to be together and grow together as one whole unit in the haunt industry. And that's the way it should be. Um, And that's exactly what Matt is trying to do is everybody should work with each other and and help each other out, um, put each other's names out there, just like the Haunted Chicken House and Hellbilly Hollow. Um, both of them, I mean, of, for each other. And it's just, it was just so, it's, it's amazing. You know, it is, it is so awesome to actually see that. I went to Hellbilly Hollow um I think it was this year, and I don't. It's been in the spring, I think. And literally, at Hellbilly Hollow, there is a big, there is a big sign, and the the sign had arrows on it, basically. And the each arrow had a different haunted house on it, and it pointed to which direction that haunted house was. So it. That was that was amazing to me, you know. Um, it had the haunted chicken house on there, and sanitarium, nightmare thirty oh eight. Um, it was just a bunch of them, and it was just so amazing. I was like, wow. See, uh, is one haunt supporting all these other haunts? Mm-hmm. Um, I know Matt. Point. He was looking up different haunts, and he found one online and. At the bottom of this hunt's website, actually had um, different hunts on their website, and the the different hunts addresses and everything else. And that's just amazing, you know. And it should be like that. It should be, well, thank you for coming to our hunt. We glad we're glad that you enjoyed our hunt. Well, now go check out this hunt. Go and go and check out that haunt. You know what I'm saying? And that's how that's how this community or this industry should work. It's all one it's all one aspect. It's all one big family. <clears throat> Excuse me. So therefore um, therefore we we should all in this family should we should support each other. Yes. And if you're not a part of Rotten yet, join us. That's right. Go to Facebook and join the Rotten community page. Um, Pronto. Go look up Rotten Reviews um, YouTube channel, their Facebook. Um, Unfortunately, their TikTok was banned. Yep. Unfortunately. But you can still look them up. They just can't go on there. And, but you can look them up on Each TikTok. account that will get banned, there will probably be another one up, acquiring another 20,000 yes, of yes. your precious and, views. <laughs> yeah, and there is, um, he's uh, doing, uh, He may or, he's already made another one called Rotten Studios. Yep. So go follow <laughs> Rotten Studios. Before it gets banned. Um, and this is R-O-T-N. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, 
well, there there is a long list of people in the core as Brandy, Brandy Hall, um, Grim, uh, Tommy, uh, Ravage, uh, Carrie. There, there's a lot. There's a lot of people. Scott, um, and guys, if y'all go follow all these people and check their stuff out, y'all won't be disappointed. No. So, y'all go check them out, guys. And our lovely motto is stay rotten. Guys, we greatly appreciate y'all uh, listening to this long hour of Rotten Writers. Uh, we will be doing an, another podcast. Um, we will do, be doing a podcast every week, um, reading different stories every week, and we will be posting them up. And uh, we greatly appreciate all y'all support. The whole nine yards, guys. Thank y'all so much for joining us. As always, stay rotten. Nick, lady, y'all got anything to add? I have just one thing for people out there. If you feel like you are being brought down by anybody and you want to live your dreams, just remember something. Life is too short. Take whatever dream you have and follow it. No matter what anyone says, if they say that you can't do it, you just push past them and you keep walking. Trust me. Don't give up. Don't let the depression get to you. Trust me. All of us have been through that darkness. You can rise up like we can. So, guys, if you have any fears, you come to any of us Rotten Core members or to the Rotten community. We will lift you up right quickly from that darkness. So, don't give up. Nick, anything to add? No, that was beautiful. I that just was. want to tell everyone good night. <laughs> <laughs> Stay rotten, guys. Good night.